Podcaster, I hardly know her. (laughs) Meet Megan Bryant. She's an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids, a comedian, a super energetic improv trainer, and an award-winning author. Megan is passionate about creating happier, healthier human connections through humor. This podcast dives into all sorts of topics that tackle personal growth, professional strategies, and sharing positive messages to build up the communities around us. Each of us can make an impact. So keep in mind that you don't have to be a big deal to do big things. Thank you for tuning in. This is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. And here's your host, Megan Bryant. I'm usually really comfortable talking about a lot of things, Uh, and in this episode, it's not that I'm uncomfortable about the topic other than I know that spirituality and things of that nature can be a little divisive, which is hard for me because I just, a lot of spirituality and um, like my feelings towards God are because I feel like there's so much love for everyone. And I hate that a lot of things have become uh, less than ideal for so many people for valid reasons um, in the space of religion and whatever else. So these are just some of my um, my current opinions where I'm very much in a present space with and I felt really compelled to share. And so instead of questioning it, I'm going to load this sucker up. So... Enjoy or wait until the next episode. Whichevs, it's all good. Sometimes life doesn't really make sense. I mean, sometimes it does. Sometimes things come together and it's like, whoa, uh, how did those (laughs) things come together? It's miraculous. Um, And it really is. And I look around a lot. I'm kind of always in observation mode of people and and um, problems that are going on in the world. And there's a lot of anger sometimes around things that it's like, how do we control all these issues and um, the terrible things that are happening with so, so much. Like sometimes we are on the receiving end of bad news, right? And I think about... um, how do I say this? Like sometimes we get so mad about stuff and like, I know there's some people that don't believe in God because how could they believe in a God when bad things happen? And yet I remember learning at a young age at, um, at church that we are here on earth to learn and grow, to experience life in this body. And whether or not there's like whatever the factual intricate details are spiritually, I don't really know for sure. But I do believe that at least we know we get this one life, this one time in this one body to do with it what we can. And when we have this body within it is something that's causing our mind to function, a spirit I believe it's a spirit inside these bodies that we have. And the greatest gift of all is that we have the freedom to choose. I remember learning that and I hear of that often uh, in the in the religious scope 
of having the gift of agency, the freedom to choose. Sometimes, unfortunately, we are on the bad news end of other people's bad decisions. So we can't change that. We can't make bad people stop being bad people. They have to choose it. No real change can happen unless they decide they want it. What, what, whatever type of trial they're overcoming. So I know that I've done things in my life that I'm not a giant fan of. And uh, I know the reasons I did those things. I know what I did to overcome those things. And I, in present day, Megan, don't make the same types of choices I have in the past. In some ways, I do. I'm still a learning freaking glutton for punishment in some ways. But in other ways, I have learned how to navigate away from repeating certain bad choices, right? But that's my choice. No one can force that on me, no matter what. Like, just like you can't make somebody else do better. What I want to express, though, is that we get to choose how to react when something bad does happen. I do not like to give too much power to the wrongdoers of the world. I like to look for the good. I like to assume the best about people. And if they prove that there is something that is not a safe space for me, then I get to move away from that by being confident enough in myself and what my morals are, my my uh, principles I live by, and just kind of quietly move the other direction so that I don't have to invite any more drama than I need. And so it's like we get uh, we get mad in the world a lot like we match bad things with anger. And I think that that just goes to prove in some cases why those people were right. Like sometimes people are doing bad things because they want attention or they really are um probably hurting uh, in their own right. There's like not people just going out, at least not that I've ever heard of yet, correct me if I'm wrong, of just someone who's really in a positive mindset and feeling good that are going out and wreaking havoc in the communities around us. There's something that is disconnecting where people are at their wits end. There are all sorts of issues that need to be addressed at a deeper level uh, because there's been some sort of a severe lack of love and grace with people. And and I know that it's, sometimes it's hard. I have questioned certain things in the religious scope because of the fact that um, sometimes trying to follow church advice made things harder for me because I was like, oh, I'm trying to do what I'm being told and yet it does not feel good on my end. And, um, and so there's been kind of a learning process there. And yet I don't want to take away the other people's ability to choose. Frick, does any of this even make sense? I don't even know. I just, I think that's why I wanted to do this episode that is about the atonement and ultimately the freedom that we get by allowing the forgiveness to come into play for ourselves and others because we're going to make bad choices and so are other people. And if we make a bad choice and it hurts someone, we should say we're sorry and, 
It's nice to hear sorry from someone who realizes they screwed up, even though it doesn't always happen. The truth is that there's always going to be people making bad choices and hurting other people, sometimes intentionally and sometimes not. And that's one of the biggest roles of our existence in earth is to have the power to choose. So for whatever that's worth, um, I guess that's just where my head is at right now is because sometimes it's so shocking to me how people choose things that are either very self selfish or hurtful towards others. And you just can't make somebody change and be better. You can't approach someone who's angry and yelling and match them with anger and yelling and expect it to have a positive result. No angry person has ever just gone, oh, yeah, now that you're yelling back at me, that makes, yeah, I see. Okay, perfect. Yeah, let's have a rational conversation now. It just doesn't happen. So maybe we're not even having to do a yelling right at someone's freaking face, but there's still a lot of negative energy that we want to sometimes fight back with. And I just think that it is often a little bit of a lost cause. And really, a lot of the times, none of our business to try to go and change someone and to hang crap over other people's heads that maybe maybe they really are working hard to have something in the past and let them as much as we want to keep working and growing and changing and evolving, we need to allow other people's that other people's other people that same opportunity to change and grow, and to just mind our own business. And uh, so, yeah, so I wanted to lead in with that, and and then the rest of this episode is um, a little bit of a more deep dive into some of the spiritually bits and pieces that are swirling around in my little heart. So there you go. I'm always fascinated listening to the spiritual journey that other people have. I like to listen and learn about different types of religions and things that people believe in and why they believe in it and feel in my own heart and mind um, what, what feels right for me. Growing up in the Mormon church, there was a lot of things that I really, really enjoyed. There was always really great people in in my um, congregations, and there still are today. Uh, even though I don't really attend, I actually attended church last week for the first time in about a year, over a year. And I happened to have had my kids with me that weekend, and so they kind of were wanting to go there are some kids at their school that go to my particular congregation and uh, a friend of mine wanted to join us and so I was like, ah, what the heck, let's go and just see how it feels. And it felt nice to see friends and I love hymns and so I, I had felt um, excited to sing hymns again and just be surrounded by people who are just trying to be better people. And so there's a lot of um, value, I think, in some cases of just having community and people who are all trying to be a little bit better and try to be focused on something that is bigger than them. And what I want to really dive into um, for a few minutes here today is the atonement. There's a lot of things about the church that people want to be angry about, questioning accuracies in the gospel and whatever. 
And honestly, I don't really deep dive a ton because I just, I don't feel a need to right now. I've read some things that are for or against the church, um, some by people who are in the church, some who have left the church. There's all obviously a lot of bitterness that exists for people who have left this church or any organized religion, really. Um, and yet for me, I know there is something. I believe strongly in uh, this higher power and... Um, and I have felt and experienced things in my life that there's just no way there can't be uh, something greater than us because like there might be a certain need that I'm having or um, uh, just the moments where I'm feeling inadequate or, um, you know, like how we all get those trials and, and without fail there i mean i cannot think of a time when i've been going through a hard patch and somebody didn't swoop in someone didn't you know there's always been either a text message or something through social media or someone leaving something on my porch or someone showing up on my porch and just stopping by to say hi there has always been an abundance of people just checking in or maybe even it's just like if I'm having a, a certain struggle and like a song comes on that's just the right message at just the right time to kind of calm calm my little troubled heart. And so it's always been really clear to me that there's something more. And as far as the specifics of the atonement of Jesus Christ, the way I learned about it as, as a Christian, as a Mormon, whatever, the atonement in its most basic form is that we have a savior, a savior that, that suffered for us. He took all of those pains on himself so that we, through um, our own progress and spiritual journey and uh, repentance processes and things of that nature could become whole again. And I, I had an experience a couple of years ago where, oh man, I know I'm going to get super emotional because it's just so profound. I was having a really rough time when I first moved out after my divorce and it was much quicker than I had planned. And I, I think I've mentioned that in past episodes. It was much quicker than I was anticipating. And so I was like, whoa, here we go. And I had all my kids with me and we were all so sick. We were so sick for like a month, maybe even longer than that. I'm trying to remember exactly how long. It was such a blur. But all five of us were not sick like fever, temperature, anything that could be gauged, went to multiple doctors. And it was just that there was so much throwing up and so much diarrhea in the house. And and every otherwise, everything was ship-shaped. Like we were still getting along fine. And it was just getting so tiresome to not have an answer and I could feel that I was just really struggling emotionally I was going to therapy really regularly at the time and I had a friend call me who does a lot of energy work and she walked me through this process of kind of a visualization of how to allow the negative energy to leave the home to kind of safeguard myself and my babies and my home from the from negative energy 
and to just kind of purge that and refill every space with light. And in that conversation, there was some talk about um, the atonement and to really visualize the Savior as I picture him. And when I get frustrated by someone or a circumstance, to picture him and to allow him to take that pain from me. And I, I had gone through some of these processes before, and I may have touched on these in past episodes. I actually can't remember for sure. And it finally clicked to me this one day because we went through this whole process. She gave me this like 30, it was like a 30 minute phone call. And we did this clearing work, this energy clearing work. And I was just crying on the floor. And for like a few brief minutes, uh, the kids were, were chill. There was no, no one, um, begging mommy mommy nobody was needing me for a few minutes so I just happened to have this very calm moment in the house where we got to just visually go through and do some housekeeping and then later that night I was sicker than I've ever been I was throwing up every half hour or so and it was to the point where I was not even throwing up actual substance. There was nothing left in my stomach. I called my mom at like 1 a.m. and I had her come over. And, um, and my uh, stepfather had issued blessings in our home as well. And so she came over to help because I was just worried if one of the kids needed me in the middle of the night, I would not be physically strong enough to even pick one up. Um, and so we made it through the end of the night and I felt by morning, I suddenly felt totally refreshed and renewed. And the big takeaway that I had was that it really finally clicked for me that if someone ever makes me feel hurt or frustrated or something has been um, done that is harmful, I have to allow that belief that I have in the atonement process to kind of act as a buffer. If I believe the things like if you know, any of us Christians that say that we believe that this Savior died for us, that he, he took all those lickings for us, and then he did that for everyone else, even people that we don't like, people that are mean and nasty and awful and have nothing better to do than to just make crap for other people. He did that for them too. He loved them as much as he loves us. And we all have different types of mortal challenges. And it'll all eventually probably get worked out on in the next life. And I find so much comfort and like the burden gets lifted from my own shoulders when I just take a moment to pause and be quiet and and wish for love and light to be on whatever negative source is bugging me whether it's directly at me or if I just see somebody behaving negatively online or whatever the case is I just like to take a quiet moment and wish well for them and to appreciate that I really do believe that somehow we are all connected I have a very strong belief in human connection our connection to the world and all things that are living there's just such a wonderful thing of an expansive like like whatever what am I trying to say it's just a space of infinite possibilities for the ways that we can connect and serve each other and life continues to grow and thrive and cycle and I think it's so awesome and so 
even when people are being mean and nasty, in fact, when people are being mean and nasty, those are the people that need love the most. Those are people that need patience. They need hugs. I'm coughing. (coughs) Excuse me. Hugs. They need reassurance that they are okay. Everything's going to be okay. And so I just find so much relief. And I feel often um, these three words in my heart when, when I kind of feel like I'm at my wits end. I will often hear in my mind the words, all is well. All is well. And I just keep going. I just keep pushing myself to be the best I can be. Um, and to be quick to move forward um, and to keep learning along the way. And so I keep, my spirituality is very robust. I feel so delighted that I um, kind of live in such an emotional little space where I do feel super sensitive to um, just feelings of things that can be better in the world, places that um, need attention, uh, things that need fixing. And I don't know how to do those things sometimes. I don't know how to fix problems. Um, But I know how to love, I know how to love people. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I think sometimes we overcomplicate life so much because we feel like there has to be more explanations to things or people have to justify themselves to us or we feel like we have to justify ourselves to them. And really we don't. We're all just on our own path. We're doing these things that there's so everyone is struggling with something. It might not be big and crazy like we might not even think, oh, they don't even know struggle compared to what my struggle is. We may have those types of thoughts. Um, but everyone is struggling And so just allowing that and knowing that the burden doesn't have to be ours. The burden has already been born. And to really activate that every day in my life makes things so much more um, smooth and tolerable. And and that (laughs) coupled with the miraculous world of my joyful improv stuff, like just as quickly as something bad happens, I can go, yes, that happened. And here's how I can move forward from it um, or learn from it or whatever. And so I just think it is really cool uh, um, for me to let who I believe as this Jesus figure to be a buffer when I feel anger or hurt from things that are out of my control. And So anyway, I know I have talked about some of these similar um, things that I feel. I just don't know if I've ever really been that specific that I really do um, just feel so grateful to have a connection in in a spiritual way where I can feel it. I can feel it even when I'm podcasting. Oh, I can feel. You guys, I wish you could feel what my heart feels like when I... I'm even talking about things that I feel so strongly about because it's just like this burning, buzzing, tingling, energizing surge that I can physically feel inside my person. And it just, it's like I'm exploding with love and hope 
um, for myself and my family and for everyone who needs it and for those who have the capacity to help others, to wish additional strength on them to be able to just keep being a force for good. So I just, I guess I just like to share things along the way because I don't, I don't really know who might want to hear it. And maybe it's just as simple as me listening to myself repeat things out loud uh, to know for myself how true these things are for me and how powerful um, things can be even if you can't explain them. Ultimately, it all comes down to love. I think that for me, the belief in Christ is that there is a belief that we are all worthy of love and who am I to judge anyone? It's not my place to judge anyone. Um, and even when I get judgmental of myself, I better check it quick because I don't, um, I don't like to be mean and nasty to myself because I also feel like I am a daughter of some kind of a heavenly father that exists and I was created this certain way. And, um, so to be mean and to be critical of myself is just as nasty as doing it to other people. So, that's about it. I just uh, was just sitting here working on some stuff at my computer and my heart was going pitter-patter. So I thought, ah, crap, I guess I better go cry on a podcast real quick. So um, wishing you well. Thank you for your time and for um, for sharing these moments. And I just, um, I just want there to be feelings of hope and love anywhere that there is a gap and that needs to be filled. Um, just, I have nothing, nothing but love for all of you and beyond. So love you. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the, I hardly know her podcast. You can follow along with all of Megan's shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com. I'm Sean Hancock with recycledmindscomedy.com.